you, and when I defang the viper, trust me, ain't gonna come from nowhere. Jeff, I already put you out, I don't even know why you're out here right now. Keep on talking. Hey, 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 do me a favor, why don't you act like this is an AA meeting, and you shut your mouth while I'm sharing with the crew. And Mustafa, you out here, a boy of one man. And I'm gonna tell you what, you got lucky at the Rumble, so I know you're gonna come out here and run your mouth about how bad you are. But let me give you a little bit of a reality check. You see, Mustafa, you said that my eyes don't lie. Well, your eyes don't lie either, because last week, they were closed real tight when I put your simple ass to sleep. And AJ, hey man, be honest with me. How's our old girl Wendy doing? Welcome back to the Clark Street Wrestling Podcast. It's me, Hafiz, and with me as always is Devin, and we are about to go over the recap of AEW Dynamite from this past week. Uh, we continued on with the TNT Championship Tournament with a couple of matches here. We have the final four set, so we'll be talking about that. Um, yeah, man, it was, a, it was a big week of uh, just, I guess, not, <laughs> I don't want to say very well tournaments, but also to... Big guys beating the hell oh out my of God. everybody. Just <laughs> man, Brody Lee, that was a gladiator match. Yeah, of, of a beating. Yeah, that that kid's gone. He's 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 never returning again. You know, Wardlow had his way with the wrestler too. Like it's like, man, what is happening? They're just having everybody just beating the living hell out of everybody. Um. Yeah, we didn't get uh, Murder Hawk this week. We'll get him next week. Didn't need to. You had Brody Lee. I'm saying week. that would have just been the, <laughs> the the one person missing from from the the big guy beatdowns was was that was him man Murder Hawk himself Lance Archer. So, um, yeah. but it was it was man it was a sight to see for some of these big guys just to showcase their raw power against um, you know these unknowns really relatively unknown wrestlers uh yeah man they got an education on this episode but let's go through it let's go through the the details of, of dynamite here um darby allen versus sammy guevara first matchup uh here on the show um they have a long feud now going uh it's been going on for a while um you know gotten kind of personal now between the two i mean we had sammy guevara uh hit uh, Darby Allen with the skateboard to the throat, you know, cause him to cause Darby not to be able to speak for a while. Darby's been putting Sammy Guevara's face on a body bag and dragging that around uh, different areas in his videos and his like a uh, film noir vignettes. Speaking of videos, what did you think of that promo video, you know, introducing of uh, Cody introducing, you know, like the quarterfinals of the TNT tournament? I mean, it was well produced. It was great. You know, like they put a lot of, of, you know, production money into that. And it looked uh, like it, like it, you know, if it looked visually great, it was entertaining to, to hear Cody break it down and talk about these guys, talk about, you know, where he fits in. You know, he had kind of a way to place all of the, the different competitors, uh, you know, in terms of their spots in AEW. And then it's like, you know, for me, like, where do I you know, fit into that. So it was, it was cool, man. I, I did appreciate it. It helped build up the tournament even more. I thought it was good. It, it did. It did, man. Me too, man. I, I love the aesthetic look of that whole layout, like the command center almost, man. So uh definitely like that visually. And then what he had to say too, in the dialogue, like uh one that caught my attention when he said he doesn't want to be like, what, like we, who, like, will he be like that mid Carter for life? Mm. I'm like, wow. 
you know, that, that kind of hit hard for me when you said that too, because you know, what other belt can he go, go for, uh, no, besides the TNT, because he, he, on a contract level, you can't go for the main event title uh, anymore because of the whole stipulation with Chris Jericho. So either this or this TNT championship or or that that mid card that he said. So I, I like that. Yeah, yeah, it was it was a great setup, definitely for for the pay per view and leading right into that matchup with with Darby and Sammy Guevara, and they even did another video package with those two guys um, leading up into their matchup. So yeah, man, they they do great with these videos. Like they they film them awesome. Uh, they they just look the production value looks really good. Um, you know, just a lot of respect for that team that's putting these together, man. They do a great job. Um, yeah, the match itself, Darby and Sammy Guevara. I mean, started out just it actually didn't even get in the ring in the beginning. It started out outside. It was a sick spot with Sammy Guevara jumping onto Darby Allen, who was stretched up on a ladder. Uh, oh my you know, god! Which that ladder did not break. It did not he, give. No, and it did not bounce, give. I felt I was a little nervous for both of them. Like, okay, somebody's ribs is broken or something yeah. because that was a, that was a tough bump to take. Uh, what was your thoughts on that? I was like, ow, just ow when I saw that, man, because I'm seeing, I'm seeing how he got this short little ladder, and I'm seeing how, the, the, I'm like, the physics of this, this, this ladder is not going to break. So when I saw it happen and all that force, and it it didn't move, no, they just bounced right off. I'm like, oh, my God, my ribs. Yeah. Yeah, man, it was scary. It was scary to watch. And, yeah, this this matchup was brutal. Darby was bleeding a little bit from the nose. Like, he took off Sammy Guevara's, one of his boots, one of his shoes. And, you know, it was just, it was like one of those matches, man, where they tried anything and everything to win. Yeah, like a you know? barefoot reverse ankle lock. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was That's, it was fun, man. Start headbutting his ankle lock. Too. Not his headbutting. ankle, yeah. 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 Headbutting his ankle, too, man. It was, he was getting, he was getting weird. <laughs> hey but that i don't know I, I love darby like just seeing him just just be this crazed just wild kind of character you know i just i don't know i I'm, I'm i'm into it so when he did those headbutts yeah it was weird but it felt like darby you know and it just i was i was rooting for him i was like yeah headbutt his ankle yeah do whatever you gotta do man let's see you get this win um you know secretly i would love for him to to win the tournament, but I know it's not going to happen, man. It's the Murder Hawk. Lance Archer's going to come away with the TNT Championship, no doubt about it. But man, if anybody else, if I, if they were even to think for for half a second to give it to anybody else, man, if Darby Allen had it, gosh, that would be that'd be amazing because he definitely deserves something in this company. But and his time is coming. But you know, it's 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 Lance Archer right now for sure. I would say. A great matchup from these guys. Darby Allen came out with the victory at the end. Um, you know, Sammy Guevara, a heck of a performance from him. Um, you know, more to come from him. I guess he's going to the compound. You know, you got a personal invitation from Matt Hardy a little bit later on in the show. So false we'll see. <laughs> yeah, false God himself. Um, you know, we'll we'll see. But uh, this matchup, though, Darby, Sammy Guevara, I'd, I'd pay to see it again, man. It was it was awesome. Me too. Me too, man. I definitely enjoyed it. Even the entrances, man, with Sean Spears holding like "You owe me money" sign. <laughs> it's like Sammy yeah. owes me money. He I'm does. Like, he, he does. He was yeah. slick. He yeah, was slick in the tag team match. Talking about that, and he, yep. he, he he took that money. Yeah, like, hold on. 
Wait a minute. <laughs> you, you didn't win this bet. I don't think everything was definitive. They both basically should have just gotten their money back because I don't think there was a winner Duh. on that bet when they were doing those hanging uh, vertical suplexes to Darby. So, <laughs> yeah, I think I think he does owe him money. I think yeah. Sean Spears has a case there. He does. Um, he does. So. But it was, it was a great match. It was hard. It went straight to business. Like, they didn't waste not one second. And I, I particularly like this match more from Sammy Guevara because he was actually serious. He wasn't taking that time to, like, showboat, you know, doing the poses. He was just all about, you know, trying to to beat Darby Allen because he see him as a rival. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. I mean, he looked great in this. Uh, just, I mean, Sammy, for me, has, has really grown a lot from the first time I saw him. I was just like, I don't know if I'm sold on this guy, but... You know, he's he's definitely taken to Chris Jericho and taken the tutelage well. And, you know, even Chris Jericho on commentary, you know, he'll talk about how, you know, he's taken Sammy under his wing and he really works hard to put him over. And, you know, he, he talks about, too, sometimes the, the violent. I think it was more last week than this week, but talking about how just more Sammy is starting to to tap into that more vicious side a little bit. And, yeah, he showed it here in this one. You know, his actions spoke louder than any words could with that spot off the ladder right off the bat. Yes. And just some of the, the moves later on in the matchup, too. Just uh, great showing overall from Sammy. Uh, but, yeah, Darby Allen's moving on the tournament. He's going to fight Cody. Another kind of rivalry brewing between those two guys. Um, predicting Cody's going to win, you know, for sure in that matchup. But, um, you know, I'm, I'm also thinking it's going to be definitely a, a, a one of those, like, match of the night contenders for that for next week's show because those two guys can go so it's gonna be a lot of fun hell yeah man i can't wait for this yeah yeah it's gonna be awesome so now i did mention a little bit earlier that matt hardy had invited uh sammy guevara to the compound so that uh it was a video package that had followed up the matchup between uh darby and sammy and i thought i mean the most interesting part of this to me was when he said, you know, he understands why Chris Jericho, you know, maybe is not, uh, you know, hearing what he's saying and that he maybe he needs to talk to another entity that lies within. And, you know, he you saw the, the screen change and show it went from Damascus to like old school Matt Hardy. Yeah. And I was just like, Southern oh, Clang. Yeah. <laughs> The one that can never be killed or whatever, that will never die. Like, he said something like that to describe himself. Um, and, yeah, then he just started talking, like, yeah, with that Southern slang, with that just, like, Matt Hardy. Yeah. It's like, oh, this is interesting. <laughs> <laughs> got multiple personalities in there. He's just kind of letting the entity come out whenever he wants. Okay. No, which was cool, man. It's, I'm like, oh, so he's switching it up here and there. I like yeah. that. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to more of that potentially, just being able to see Matt just be mad at times, but then going back into Damascus, you know, at times, too. Like, it, it's fun, man. It's just pure entertainment there. So, really enjoyed that promo and, and yeah, the invitation that we'll see if Matt if uh, if Matt and uh, Sammy Guevara have a matchup at the compound leading to, you know, the elite deletion coming up soon. Uh, we'll see. So, um, we had Kenny Omega going against Allen Angels. And or Eagles by Chris Jericho. Yeah, it was real confusing because, yeah, they, it yeah. said Angels, but then, yeah, Chris Jericho called them Eagles, and then yeah. it was 
was kind of a joke during the show. <laughs> I might have called them Eagles a couple times during this podcast, but during this uh, Russell cast of wrestling or whatever. And uh, yeah, man, it was funny just having Jericho mess that up. But it's Jericho, so he can get away with it. Right? It was hilarious uh, anyway. <laughs> but yeah, just Kenny Omega. I mean, it was. I want to just say it was kind of quick work of uh, Valen Angels. Yeah, Angels well, tried. He got a little bit of offense. He was just playing with him, though, man. Yeah. Even Chris Jericho mentioned, like, Chris, like he's just typical possum. You know, look at that. He just went to another level and just essentially destroyed this dude. Right. <laughs> didn't even use the one-wing angel. Just uh, V-trigger, basically, yeah. was all he needed to take him out. So it was it was two. He hit him with one, got kicked out. He hit him with another one. That was it. So, yeah, it's kind of destroyed him. Um, and then we had a video package with Scorpio Sky, mm-hmm. uh, just kind of talking about, you know, his history and how he, you know, was basically struggling to make it in the wrestling business. And it seemed like there was a couple of times where potentially he thought he wasn't going to do this anymore, but just decided, you know what, I'm going to give it one more shot, you know, and I think it's going to be a continuing uh, video package. We'll probably see another part of this next week that'll kind of show showcase him a little bit more, like when he decided to make that decision to give it one more shot. Yeah, um, I think they left with when he decided to join SCU. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, from there, we'll probably pick that up in this next coming week. Um, similar to it's the the Jeff Hardy uh, story that we're getting on SmackDown right now, yeah. just to give a little bit of insight on, on the person behind the wrestler. Um, and I do appreciate it. I think it's cool. I think Scorpio Sky, I was actually when when I saw that they were going to do this video, I was like, yes, because now Scorpio Sky, you know, outside of SCU, they're going to start to build him as a star on his own. I, I felt that was the feeling I got from them even yeah. doing this. I always back. saw him as a single star. Like even when we was talking about potential, who could be the potential uh, men in this tournament. And I mentioned Scorpio sky. Yeah. Yeah. That would have been great to have him in the tournament for sure. Um, you know, but we'll see how they continue to, to tell the story and how they continue to build Scorpio Sky because, yeah, he definitely has that that it factor, you know, I believe to be, you know, one of the faces, one of the you know future champions, whether TNT or world champion. You know, I could see him having either one of those belts. Um, but, yeah, he's, he definitely has that star quality. So, you know, I think this is a step in that direction. Um, then after that, they had a, a moment that. Kind of got me a little bit, you know, because Cody, you know, he was listening to a message from du- from Dustin, his brother, yeah. you know, talking about that. Hey, you know, he really believes he can he can do this, that he can, you know, progress and become TNT champion. And he said, you know, of the, the matchup with Kip Sabian, that if he can't beat Kip Sabian, that he was going to retire, you know, and when when how did I that make l- you feel? Because you, you, you know, you voice your opinion. Well, heavily. so so about for- Dustin. For me, well, with Dustin, my opinion has always been, you know, that given they have so many up and coming wrestlers in AEW, I feel like it shouldn't be so like he shouldn't be featured so prominently that where he's beating Sammy Guevara in matches and, you know, he's giving Jake Hager, you know, a heck of a time during his match. It'd be better used to just like, hey, if he's going to have a match, you know, let him put over these guys versus him going over. Um, hearing the message, it was like, wow, like that's, that's crazy. Like, I don't, I don't necessarily want him to retire, you know, and like not wrestle anymore. I just don't want to feel like, oh, are they building him to be, 
you know, the AEW world champion or, you know, something like that, like just help to, to, to make new stars. You know, you had your time, you know, as, as gold dust back in like say the nineties where you were having matches with undertaker and mankind. And it was, it was pretty big deal. Like gold dust was a huge deal then. Um, and I, I feel like there's still a place for him to, to wrestle because he is, you know, he does still got it. You know, he has got it, that. Yeah. Um, but I just I just feel like in a different way, like now it's just time to help put over the new like even just to double back. Um, Matt Hardy even mentioned this like it's not about you, Chris Jericho. It's not even about me. You know, it's about the future. Like that's how I feel when talking about some of these these older wrestlers like, you know, help build the future. And, and, and I like where Matt was coming from that. And I feel like with Dustin, that's kind of the spirit of what I'm thinking, like help build the future. You know, put oh, over okay. these guys, but you don't necessarily have to retire. To Just help about Kip Sabian in match. <laughs> yeah, we'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> um, but you know, the message for a moment had me, and I was like, for a huh. moment, I, 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 that key word, huh? Well, it was, it was, yeah, for a moment, and <laughs> they had me. I was, I was like, okay, so is this going to be his last match? But then I'm thinking, no, because Dustin is going to have to fight Lance Archer. And then I was trying to remember, like, did he say he's going to retire if he can't beat Kip Sabian? Or is did he say he's going to retire if he can't win the TNT championship? Because, you know, I, I'm pretty sure he just said it was Kip Sabian. I don't think it was for, like, the duration of this tournament. If he loses another match, he's going to retire. Because he's losing a lot. Yeah, he, I think he. I think he did say Kip Sabian is what. Right. He kept it real specific, which yeah. is smart. Well, is yeah, smart. yeah. I was like, had to go back to just make sure. Like, right. hold on, right? Because <laughs> his career is over. Then, if that's the case, the man's largely about to eat him up. Yeah, yeah, no doubt, no doubt. But yeah, man, I thought they did a good job with showcasing that. You saw the emotion on Cody's face; like, it was well done. I thought it was a well done segment overall. Um, yeah, we'll get into my thoughts on the matchup itself um, that happened later on. But uh, yeah, I thought that segment was done well. Um, then, uh, yeah, Orange Cassidy versus Jimmy Havoc. Uh, interesting matchup. Uh, what do you think of this one? So, if you're going to fight with Jimmy Havoc, you should sign a non-sanctioned match. Because this dude, he, he tries to kill you. Like, all right, I'm just trying to use your jacket. I'm trying to choke you. Uh, that's okay. I'm throw your jacket away. You should certainly try to choke you with it. <laughs> like, relax, bro. You know, the he was trying to... Uh, Used their arm and wrist manipulation, looking real painful. And then I think he was biting his hands as well uh, and sticking them in Orange Cassidy's pockets. And I was like, this this dude is nuts. Jimmy Havoc, man. So, I, But it was an entertaining match. It was just, it was just rough for Jimmy, though. Yeah. Yeah, Jimmy Havoc. I mean, that's what he, is. That's what he does, man. Yeah, like, he's hardcore. I know. He is. Like, no uh, what, what did he do? That uh, the triple threat match that they had on uh, what was it, double or nothing or all that one of them, he he put what the thumbtacks was it in some of someone's mouth? Oh yeah, and then duck take it yeah around their uh, around their mouth and yeah, oh, just yeah. nuts, man. Like yeah. this is the this is the kind of guy he is, you know. So Try it doesn't surprise him. me to see see him do anything at this point. Um, but yeah, entertaining matchup. I mean, Orange Cassidy was typical Orange Cassidy. You know, he just kind of was was himself you know nonchalant at times but picked it up you know when when he needed to most uh towards the end there 
I mean, uh, it's always funny seeing him do those lazy punches or lazy kicks, <laughs> you know, and then getting hit lazy, with something real. Lazy but chops, then, right. Yeah. He had one playing around. Like, oh, you going to hit me with that? I'm going to hit you with a real chop. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah. Then he ended up winning the matchup with just this crazy roll-up. Like, you know, took his time to set it up. And, but then once he locked in the pin, I'm like, yeah, no, I, I believe it. This this pin well, looks like it's pretty right. tight. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, you know, Orange Cassidy picked up the victory. Um, it looks like next week there's probably going to be a tag team matchup between best friends. Uh, Trent versus... Kip Sabian. Wait, well, what? No, yeah. is it, was it Trent? Is it Trent Kip Sabian? Well, no, I thought it was going to be a tag a tag matchup. Tag I thought it was going to be best friends versus Jimmy Havoc and, and Kip Sabian. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, so, you know, we'll, we'll see. I mean, that one, I, I think Jimmy Havoc and, and Kip are going to win that one just because... It's Jimmy Havoc, you know. I, I I think he. I don't think he's gonna lose two weeks in a row. I mean, he's he, his record was pretty good going into this. They it they kept was. mentioning so. By the way, I love that whole ecstatic look of it, the side by side, like the tail of the tape. Yeah, that was uh, fun seeing that. Yeah, showing it's, the it's, records, breakdown, height, weight, all that good stuff. That sports style, you know, that's yeah, that's one of the the aspects of the sports style that that really works for AEW. I really like that. Um, so yeah, man, we'll we'll see what happens next week in that matchup. Um, we had MJF talking about an injury, quote unquote. Um, yeah, <laughs> what's his injury now? He, he, well, first of all, he, he kind of tried to come off as being really emotional about the fact oh, he wasn't going to be able to be there for his M M Jeffs is what he called his fans now. Yeah, M Jeffs, M Jeffs fans. <laughs> oh, jeez, you know, M Jeffs out there. Yeah. Then he, he said it. What was it? A hangnail is the the injury that yes, he has? a hangnail injury. That 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 became a life threatening. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man! This dude is too much. Just too much. But yeah, so MJF he has oh, this injury, this hangnail, God, whatever bro. that he's dealing with. Uh, we'll see if he can prevail. You know, hopefully his career's not over. Shout out to MJF. Quick recovery. We're with you. <laughs> I can't, man. I can't. I can't. Oh, I can't. I, I couldn't believe that. I'm like, oh man, is he seriously out? And then the camera is slowly, you know, zooming out. So you're starting to see the it's starting to paint the picture. You, you know, you see his his arm in the sling. I'm like, oh, he hurt his elbow, and all of a sudden he's saying, hell nail injury. And the camera zooms out. You see his hand, it's like his pinky wrapped in some type of barberry cloth. It was it, I couldn't believe. I'm like, are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> It's MJF, man. It's MJF. That's 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 the that's him. That's him. That's his his way. Just uh, you know, forever the heel. You know, just kind of messing with people. That's yeah. it's awesome. Dedication yeah. to his craft. I love it. I love it. So great, great uh, little segment. It was short, it sweet, was. but it man, it was entertaining. So good on him <laughs> for sure. <laughs> and good luck to it to his pinky. Hopefully the pinky heals soon. Get well soon, MJF. Get well with you. soon. Yeah. <laughs> nice house, by the way. Yeah, man. He was that was house. That's a mansion, man. That's that an is, estate. That you know, is. at that point, <laughs> only worthy of you know MJF. Right, exactly, exactly. Uh, speaking of MJF, his bodyguard Wardlow yeah. had a uh, match. Usually, uh, I would have called him Pouty Face, but he didn't have a Pouty Face. Maybe nah, because he was wrestling this time. Pouty Face went business. away. He was all business, and he almost broke. I think he did break Lee Johnson in half. Actually, at one I, point, I put he was already dead before he was pinned. Right, right. That, the the 
there was a power slam that he did. Yeah. Where Lee Johnson's spine looked like it shifted the wrong way. Like his legs were going one way and his upper half was going the other. And Tony Schiavone was like, yeah, I think he literally broke him in half. <laughs> just, <laughs> it just, it did not look right, man. It, I don't it, know. That was, a, I just, that looked like a botch. Yeah, it, it was. <laughs> like a botch. <laughs> it was. If we're just being real, yeah. yeah. It, was, it was devastating to watch, and it was kind of one of those that made you go, damn, like, oh, man, you know? But I don't think it was supposed to go down the uh, way it did. Nah, Warlow was not playing. I'm like, he, this match is done, but he just yeah. kept on de- destroying him. Yeah. Like, I'm just going to slam uh, you one more time for good measure. Well, the the suplexes, he did two release suplexes, and one of them, the first one, he just he flipped him. over. He, yeah. Oh, my God. Landed on his butt and just, it just wasn't, again, it just didn't look like that's how it was supposed to go. Like, he the guy just was really of, green then. What's that? I said, that, that guy, uh, was it Lee Johnson? Lee really Johnson. was green. Oh, so yeah. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Like, he, you know, in terms of taking bumps, he did not take him the right way but i don't even you know what i don't even blame him necessarily man it's just wardlow was just so hyped up about his you know first matchup since cody really his his first his only matchup outside of cody um and just like all right i'm gonna show the people at home right now this is my chance my moment to really shine and just showcase the power and through this ragdoll this dude man like it was it was uh it was crazy Show you the reason why he is MJF's enforcer, man. Yeah. So, yeah, finish it off with an airplane spin. Just threw him up in the air. No regard for his body or his life or whatever. And that was it. That was it. One, two, three. Wardlow got the win. So, yeah, man. Uh, really, we'll, we'll see. We'll see more Wardlow and his power and just, just you know, I guess no more potty face. That's that's over and done with. Nah. So. <laughs> nah, no, no more right. Until I see it again, I'm going to retire that name. But if I see it, I will unretire that name. Quick. Call it out. Promptly. <laughs> oh, man. We had uh, a segment with Brody Lee uh, where an ex-football player, I guess a, a former Heisman winner was being, he yeah. was talking to him. Interesting. Do we know who this person is? I, because I, I do not know. I do okay. not know. Well, I did not do any research. Did you? No, not on this one. On this one, I just I saw it and I was trying to figure it out. Like, okay, what wrestlers are you know? I mean, there's a lot of wrestlers that were football players, but yeah. what wrestlers are Heisman winners? And I was trying to think of like, okay, is it someone from WWE that it was in football? You know that that they may have signed. Like, is it something like that? But I just couldn't figure it out from the information that they gave. They even they gave some stats. I think it gave him his height and you know. So they're trying to give us some clues. So may, there's probably if we do enough research. If he said enough, six two, two something, because bro, because yeah. that that was like an interview style when Brody right. Lee had him down, like an interview type setting. Like how much you weigh? How tall are you? I thought it was, it was interesting questions. Right, right. So yeah, I mean, it's uh, there's somebody new getting ready to to join the Dark Order. So we'll see who it is pretty soon. Um, and after that, Brody Lee wasted no time in kind of. Once again, reasserting that he is not playing games with anybody. Uh, this kid, Justin Law, uh, I think it was uh, not last week, but two weeks ago, maybe he went against Sean Spears. And what did Chris Jericho call him? Justin Trouble now. <laughs> yeah, he was. That's probably more appropriate. But hey, man. I mean, and, and another thing, too, is this kid, he, he just looks so young. He's just got such I a face. I see what you mean face. now. He has that, like, I don't know. He's still... 
in that teenager developing. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Sure yet. Just has he hit mature? Has he hit puberty yet? Like this kid just yeah. probably can't grow facial hair. You know, like you just see him. It's just like this is a kid. You know, and and he got just mauled by by Brody Lee. I just. think even when Justin Law came in and Brody Lee was getting ready to come in, I noticed that Aubrey was talking to him in the corner. Yeah, I think she was just preparing him. <laughs> like, all right, know what you're getting into, right? Right, you're, you're not getting that single offense in, not one percentage. All right, not one, not even point one percent. <laughs> you're getting nothing, kid. Just all right, just break yourself. Break just for take impact. it. Just take it. <laughs> like, oh my god. <sighs> Yeah, it was bad. It was, it was bad. He got the break speed off him, man. It was just oh, he got it was the hard to watch. stiffest discus larian I'd heard in a while. Yeah, that yeah. If you're hearing slap sounds with a discus larian, that's that's stiff. Yeah. Immediately when when I saw that this was the matchup that was about to happen, I was just like, no, come on, Brody, you don't don't do this, man, like this. I already knew it was coming. Yeah. My my thought was Brody should have just had his mask ready and just made him one of the the creepers immediately <laughs> without even throwing a, a, a move of offense. Just been like, you know what, kid, just put this on. Just just shut up, put this on. Give him a choice. Either you join me or I whoop your ass. It's not even a choice. It's like just take the mask and let's go. Because I already know what's gonna happen. You need this. More than anybody else that I've talked to so far, just, just, just come on, just come on. It should have been just been like that because this right here was just, it was, it was savage, man. Well, wait was, till next week. It's it's setting up for Marco Stunt. He's next. He's up deck. Oh my god! Don't man, he's gonna Marco. go to the upper room. Just, <laughs> <laughs> just take the mask, Marco. Just take the match. Yeah, do it. buddy. This don't need <laughs> to be this, this, We don't need to see this match. Just no, no, uh, not at all. Oh man! Did you see the exchange when after the match, Brody yeah. Lee came out, had to stare down, and yeah. he walked off, and then <laughs> Marco Stud, he flinched because he, I guess he, he thought he was still there. <laughs> <laughs> he thought he came back or something. He's like, oh, oh god, oh, like god. he felt the presence of Brody <laughs> Lee, man. <laughs> he was so terrified. He wasn't even there no more. He just thought he was there. Like, oh. I'm like, he's going against that next week. <laughs> don't do this to yourself, Marco. Right. Just put on the mask. We don't need to see the slaughter. Yeah. Or just don't show up. Call in sick. Don't like, show up, yeah. right. Call in sick. <laughs> like, we'll get it. We'll understand. Yep. Oh, man. man. Yeah. sores at your side. Damn. But he has to. He has to. He needs that backup. This is not happening. This is not. He man. already got destroyed by Lance Archer just a couple weeks ago. Now he's got to go against Brody Lee. Come on, man. What are y'all doing? Cody, nah, this, is, this isn't this is right. This doing? is cruel and unusual. Right. Cruel and unusual. Come on. Marco must have done something. because He's getting, he's getting he punished. Off. <laughs> yeah. What he's pissed off. Man, oh man, yeah, that's 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 gonna be it's gonna be entertaining for us, those fans. I tell you, you know, just to see what he's gonna do to him. My yeah. goodness, uh, it's it, it will be entertaining. I'm gonna laugh my ass off and probably be shot, probably just yep. have my mouth down at times because yeah, I'll be yeah. surprised just why this man is taking this bad of a punishment at my entertainment, yeah, but yeah, it's whew. Yeah, I'm going to be mortified and just 
excited and elated at the same time. Go through I know. These motions. It's gonna be weird. It's gonna be <laughs> right. weird, man. But yeah. We're gonna go up, we're gonna go down, go to left, right. 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 <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. Oh wait, no, somebody check on him. Seriously. Somebody check Sorry. on him real quick. <laughs> oh no. Marco, no. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, it's gonna be one of those. Um, but moving along through the show here, we got bu- the Bubbly Bunch making a, a return. Uh, we're getting we got another addition, another segment from them. Uh, essentially, what was the app that they were using? TikTok the, uh, doing the it, flim flam, flim flam. That's <laughs> what it was. Because at the bottom it said not associated. down because uh, <laughs> Jake Hager didn't get the job done, so I guess he was down about that. And Chris Jericho said, I know what to make you feel better. Flim Flam. And they're doing the Flim Flam video on TikTok. <laughs> well, at the bottom, they said uh, not associated with TikTok. Oh. They, they made it a point. They made it a point in the So in what the was it? They, I saw the TikTok logo. Well, no, it wasn't the TikTok logo. It didn't logo. say TikTok. They made up. I think it was just the, it was two Fs to be Flim Flam. Maybe I'm. Oh, okay. Yeah, the logo in the upper left-hand corner of the screen there, it, I think it was just a made-up. I, I don't know enough about TikTok to know if that's an actual thing with the whole flim-flam thing. I think it was just made up for AEW. That's 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 my guess. But at the lower left-hand corner, they made it they made it clear, like, not associated with TikTok. I don't think they wanted any legal trouble with TikTok or whatever. I mean, issues, with, uh, I get it. That. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but yeah, it was it was hilarious nonetheless, and and I got it right away. I'm like, okay, they're they're making fun of the whole TikTok craze and saying we should just do this. And then uh, it was funny because Jericho, you know, he could not get Sammy excited about it until he brought up that whoever won was gonna get a bottle of hand sanitizer. And then Sammy was like, "That's all you had to say." And then he all of a sudden was ready to go. It was awesome. Oh man. Oh, man. Hand sanitizer is like gold, man. At this time, it, is. it, it just showed me how it showed me how how tight this inner circle is. Like even though they lost, like Jake Hager lost, he was like, "You're not gonna let to get that get, get it down." So I'm like, okay, it, it's showing that inner circle doesn't have any cracks right now in their foundation. Yeah, yeah, man. They they are a true team, you know. At least for now, we'll see down the road. Who know? I mean, I. I, you know it's coming. You know it'll happen. You know, but I think they're going to stretch this out for a long oh, time. Yeah. That this group is going to be true to to each other for for a while. Um, so that was that was awesome. Um, also, just a note: I haven't seen this yet, but they did uh, advertise uh, being the elite. They they're doing their two hundredth episode, and the episode is going to have Matt and Nick Jackson going against each other at uh, Nick Brother Jackson's Brother. house. Brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So check that out on YouTube. That should be entertaining. I do want to check that out. But um, yeah, I saw that advertised, so I just wanted to bring that up. Um, and then we had the main event of the show. So we alluded to it earlier. Dustin Rhodes versus Kip Sabian for the to, to move on to the next round in this TNT Championship tournament. Um, so, you know, my thoughts on this one. Basically, the way I felt about it was I kind of already knew that you know this was probably what was going to happen because of the story mm-hmm. uh, with with uh, Lance Archer and Cody. Like that's really what this was. I felt kind of sick about it when Kip Sabian had his video and he was kind of showing like, this is his moment. This is his chance. I'm like, damn, like this really could be a moment. It was a really good promo video had, too. Yeah. You know, and I was like, he really hasn't had a moment. So this would have been a cool moment. But 
you know, they, they're really trying to use this whole tournament for Lance Archer. It was as clear as day as soon as they came out with the brackets that this was leading to Lance versus Cody. And to really kind of stick it to Cody to have Lance Archer destroy his brother makes so much sense. So, you know, I, I don't see I, I, I did see uh, Dustin Rhodes beating Kip Sabian. So I wasn't completely upset about the, the win here because I knew it was coming. And I'll say this, too, that um, earlier on in the night, too, they, they showed that uh, the Cody listening to the message and Dustin was saying he's going to retire. And I did mention that for a moment they did have me. But at, at, as soon as this match started, I was taken right back to, man, I know this reality was this matchup. <laughs> yeah, I, I just it just I was out. I was out of the whole emotional state. And I just knew I'm like, this isn't going to end here. Even that so, stipulation didn't get me emotionally invested because I knew the outcome. Yeah, I even put I even put, uh, you know, a very important bullet point for when I took notes. I I said I didn't really care about this match. Mm. I I didn't because I knew the predicted outcome. I knew he's going to be heading down for Lance Archer. I think I, I think we even said that throughout the podcast last week. We did. We did. Yeah. Like I just uh, Basically, the this whole thing is Lance Archer versus Cody. And Dustin versus Lance Archer makes sense because Lance Archer beating up Cody's brother will just add that emotional impact. It just makes sense. It was really telegraphed, and, you know, it's it's fine. It's it's a good story to tell. So, you know, Dustin winning, it, it sucks for Kip Sabian, but it makes sense for the story. I'm not going to kill him for it. But, you know, they really need to do something in terms of showcasing Kip Sabian and some of these other younger stars. Because Kip Sabian, I think, does have a lot of potential. Him and Penelope Cruz are a great pair. You know, so just squad. Yeah, I, I like what they could be, but we just haven't gotten to see the best of, of either one of them, either Kip or Penelope. Um, hopefully they get to showcase what they can do next week a little bit in this tag match against Best Friends um, with Jimmy Havoc and in, in, on the side of Kip Sabian in this one. But uh, yeah, man, it's just it's just what it is right now. For I Kip think it Sabian. was a missed opportunity for AEW, though. Like, I get it what you're trying to do for story element for Lance Archer and Dustin, but you know, for tournaments, man, tournaments are good. This is when how you can just elevate another wrestler. And if you're gonna put some stock in Kip Sabian, and you're gonna and and you have a veteran who who got thirty plus years in the game, like a Dustin, why not use that to push another wrestler? Yeah, I mean, I guess the case to make against it would be all right. So Kip Sabian retires Dustin. Cool. That would be huge. Yeah. That makes him, that gives him a great notch on his belt to say he ended the career of a legend. But then the next, the following week or two weeks later, he's going to get destroyed by Lance Archer because clearly they're trying to build Lance Archer as this monster. And, you know, you look at the difference between Kip Sabian and Lance Archer. Lance Archer is this big, giant monster. Kip Sabian is more of a, you know, like um, in that Shawn Michaels type, you know, in terms of the body type, like he's one of those smaller guys, very athletic. But is he really going to be able to pull off that much offense against a guy like Lance Archer at this portion of his career? I don't I wouldn't buy that necessarily for Kip Sabian right now. So, you know, you almost take away from him again by having him lose to Lance Archer. Um, I don't know. It's tough, man, because I, I see your point and I'm with you. I feel like it, you got to build Kip Sabian. You got to get him wins. This was an opportunity to get him a big win. But just just kind of looking big picture at the way they 
they, they kind of booked this tournament. It's it's tough booking to then have him go against Lance Archer and almost undo all that work that you just did by having him end the career of a legend. Like if he beats if he ends Dustin's career, I think he should go to the finals. Like take Lance Archer out of the tournament, you yeah, know, and, and that he, makes sense. He, yeah, he would have been. Yeah. He should have been a guy to say go to the finals. Maybe he, he could lose in the finals and or, or okay. just not have that stipulation in there. In there, man, just yeah, know, put his career on the line. Yeah, yeah. It does it, I, that didn't need to be in there because it did nothing at the end of the day. It did like it, it didn't do anything. <laughs> like when he won, I I didn't feel anything. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree with that for sure. But um, yeah, man. But we we know what's coming. Lance Archer, Dustin Rhodes, the Murder Hawk will do work. Everybody, Everybody dies. That's <laughs> just what it is. Everybody. <laughs> um, any other notes on AEW? Because that was the show, man. It was an entertaining show overall, but what were your final thoughts? It was good, strong show. I enjoyed it. It was, uh, I love the whole tournament le- format for the quarterfinals, uh, you know, with the whole promo video setting that up. I With the whole Bubbly Bunch segment too as well, I think last week's Bubbly Bunch was okay as entertaining. This was more entertaining uh, episode of Bubbly Bunch this time with the whole flim flam video mocking the whole TikTok craze trends uh, that's going on. So I enjoyed it, man. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed this one overall. I mean, the big guys doing work and just ragdolling people like that was that was very entertaining this week. Uh, we got a, a Great matchup between Sammy Guevara, you know, and Darby Allen. You know, really have a lot of uh, of respect for both of those guys, and hopefully, we see great things coming their way in the future. Um, yeah, overall, man, great show. Um, unfortunate for Kip Sabian, but you know, I get the story they're trying to tell, and I think we're going to get an awesome uh, story told for Lance Archer coming out of this. So I think the the bigger picture of it uh, makes me okay with the outcome, but I am wanting more for Kip Sabian because I think he, he and Penelope Cruz both could be stars, big stars for AEW in the future. Um, so hopefully they get that that time and that opportunity to really you know become those stars. And with a company like AEW, I do believe it'll happen. I think that you know if this were WWE, I'd be way more concerned. Of that course, they're they're just not going to yes. do anything and just kind of disappear after a while. High alert. Exactly, exactly. But, you know, in AEW, I feel like uh, they're there to be trusted. You know, they really, you know, do respect all the wrestlers on their roster. And, and you know, I think that they're going to get a chance. I mean, they're they're letting, you know, some of these in like uh, really unknown guys wrestle some decent matches with with some of their guys like, you know, Kenny Omega having that match with this guy, Alan Angels, like Alan Angels actually put together a little bit of offense and he didn't did look. Ter- he didn't look like a jobber. Even oh, though, no. You know, you, you see it and you're like, oh, yeah, Alan Angels. Like, this guy is going to be done in, like, five minutes or whatever. But, no, they actually let the match kind of go on and Alan Angels look Let decent. it breathe a little bit. He got a little offense. Yeah. But once, you know, Kenny would start, stop messing around. It's like, all right, I'm about to go Super Saiyan real quick. Here we go. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> like, you, you beat me at my at 10% of my power. Nice. You know, you make it work. <laughs> now, let me show you another 10%. All, all right. right. Like, cool, cool. Let's see. We're done. We're done here. So, yeah, man. <laughs> it was one of those. But it, it, it let it allowed Alan Angels to kind of showcase himself a little bit better. So, um, not not uh, not the worst thing for, for a guy like that who's just trying to find his footing in AEW a little bit. Yeah. So, 
Yeah, man. But fun show. Fun show. Uh, looking forward to the rest of the TNT tournament coming up. Um, but yeah, it looks like that is going to do it for this week. Uh, Devin, let the people know where they can catch us. Of course, as always, catch us up on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Clark underscore wrestling. You know, always hit us up. Let us know what you think of the sh- about the show. I love to hear our th- hear, hear your guys' uh, reviews about it. Me and Hafiz, like, we like to hear that. And as well, you can always listen to the show on a popular podcast, Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Breaker. It's a lot out there. So just type us in Clark Street Wrestling Podcast and you definitely can find us. We got a plethora of episodes out there, over 100. So for your listening pleasure. <laughs> and counting and counting and counting. all that yeah. said <laughs> that's gonna do it for this week's recap of AEW for Devin I'm Hafiz we will catch you guys next time peace alright guys thanks for listening to the Clark Street Wrestling Podcast